Hey there, mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast, episode 25. I'm Emily McDermott, and I am here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. Have you ever looked around your house and thought to yourself, I don't like it here? Has your home ever felt like a prison filled with stuff rather than a peaceful haven? If so, you're going to love my conversation today with my friend, Elise Rooney. Elise shares a powerful story of the moment she realized she didn't like being in her home, a moment that prompted her to grab the trash bags and start to ruthlessly declutter the things that weren't serving her and her family. If you've ever felt anxious and overwhelmed in your home and you knew something needed to change, I know you're going to love her story. Let me introduce Elise to you before we dive into this conversation. Elise lives in Australia with her husband and three children. She is a Christian motherhood coach and a chai latte enthusiast, something that she and I have in common. Elise helps moms, or mums as they say in Australia, of young kids to step into their calling of homemaking and raise their children. She is passionate about helping overwhelmed moms trade stress for peace and create flow in their home. Elise also shares her journey of moving to a slow, simple way of living and why all mothers should embrace a more holistic, natural lifestyle. Elise is the host of a top 1.5% global podcast, The Wholesome Mama Show. She believes it is possible to spend quality time with your children without the mom guilt of letting the home or the to-do list go. I know that you're going to get so much from today's conversation, especially at the end when she shares her simplified laundry system, which she describes as life-changing. I love it when my guests have helpful tips on how to simplify the things we have to do all the time as moms. So what do you say? Grab the notebook and pen and let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home calendar and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering, capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. Well, Elise, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so excited that you're here. You are definitely my first guest from Australia. I had one from Canada. I'm just going to go across the world to find out all the secrets to us not being overwhelmed moms anymore. Um, So if you could please introduce yourself a little bit, who you are, where you're from, a little bit, your family, and then also what you do to help moms or mums, as you say. Yes. So I am Elise. And as you can tell by my accent, I am down in Australia, the other side of the world. Um, And I am a mum of three. So I have a son who has just turned five, a daughter who is almost four and another daughter who's almost two. So I am in the midst of crazy toddler life, really. (laughs) Um, and yeah, so I 
we met through podcasting. So I have a podcast called Wholesome Mama, M-U-M-M-A, because that is how we spell it around here. And I help mums to, like yourself, get over being overwhelmed when it comes to when it comes to motherhood, because motherhood is no small feat and we need to do it together. And so yeah, that's a little bit about me. And you are, yeah, you're in the thick of it for real. <laughs> for real. Some days I feel like I'm coming out of it a little bit. And then I'm like, no, no, still in it. Uh, maybe I'm going to feel like that for, for a long time with my boys that are, that are four and six. Um, so yes, I totally understand. And the community that I've been able to find just with like-minded women, but especially moms has just been so incredibly helpful to me. Like you said, anything that we're going through, definitely not alone <laughs> with all of the things, especially with, with toddlers. And so I know that your podcast focuses on a couple different things, holistic homemaking and biblical parenting. And I really wanted to find out kind of how you got to that point from a simplifying standpoint and kind of, it's so easy, especially with kids um, at such young ages to be overwhelmed by all the things. So what was sort of that catalyst for you that caused you to say, you know what, something really needs to change. This is crazy. I need to figure something out and then be able to move into this um, new way of seeing motherhood and homemaking. Yeah. So for me, simplifying, I was a before, pre-simplified at least, I was a collector of stuff. Like I had a stupid amount of pair of jeans. I had I think a hundred pairs of shoes. I just loved perfume. I, everything, if it was like pretty, I had it. And so then when I became a mum, I, we brought our son home and, you know, you're in your little newborn bubble and it's all beautiful. And then it was about a month or two after he was born. So he was born in October. It was around getting into Christmas season because I can still picture my bags of trash, not trash, but trash bags to donate. Um, and I took a photo of it when I started it and the Christmas tree was up there. Uh, and I just remember I was sitting on the lounge with my son who was like one or two months old looking around and I hated being home. I hated our home. I looked around and I did not like it. There was too much stuff. I had to clean. I felt like I was always cleaning. And this was like before toddlers, <laughs> before I really had to clean. And so I just remember looking around and going, I don't like it here. I actually don't like being home. And at first I thought it was because I'm like an outgoing extroverted person. I don't like being home. But I remember one day I can vividly remember it sitting down, looking around my house going, I don't like it here. And I was just felt like I was overwhelmed. I was weighted down by all the stuff. And I, I don't even know what, what it was really that made me think, oh, I'm going to get rid of the stuff. Like, I don't know what it was in my brain that when you have too much stuff, that is the reason why you were overwhelmed, get rid of it. But I remember it was like a few days later, my husband came home from work and I had literally done the house. 
And I, I'm all for like, don't, don't do it the way I did it because I was just, but I was so over those few days from going, I don't like this house. The next few days was like, I really, I really don't like this house. I really don't like being home. And it just kind of spun into this place of anxiety around being home, around having to make too many decisions and too much to clean and nowhere has a home. And why can't the kitchen bench ever actually be clean? And so I just went, okay, I'm going to change it. And so I just went around with bags and threw everything in. And so over a course of two days, which I tell women do not do it all or nothing. Um, But that is just what I, what I did because I was so stuck in that place of overwhelm. Just real quick. um, I have a friend, she calls that rage decluttering. (laughs) You just have the garbage bags and you're like, it's all gotta go. It's all gotta go. And yeah, you're right. I mean, definitely not what you or I ever um, condone or teach, but sometimes it is, you know, when you have this home that feels like a prison rather than a haven, right? Because you have the baby and your home all the time, looking at all the stuff, you realize, oh, wow, I, I'm not in a place that I can relax. I'm not in a place that's restorative. All of these things that home is supposed to be because it's supposed to be what the outside world isn't. That's just amazing that it was kind of very like crystal clear in your mind, the connection between the stuff and the overwhelm. So when the rage decluttering was all done, <laughs> And you got as much out of your home as you could and your husband recovered from the shock. Um, What happened next? Uh, So that was just kind of a, that was exactly what it was, rage decluttering. I've never thought to put a word to it, but that's exactly what it was. And yes, my husband got home and was shook at what had just taken place because why is everything empty? But I, I just then kind of went on this journey of, realizing that our home is sacred. And as I love calling it a haven, like you just said, I want my home to be a haven for my family. I want my family to want to be home. I want my family to enjoy being home, to feel peace at home, to be joyful at home. And so I then started being really intentional about what we bring into our home, as well as being intentional about the time that we were spending. Like I decluttered eventually went and decluttered my calendar because I didn't need to be doing all these things to try and keep up appearances and all try and keep up with everybody. I wanted to be intentional with my family. And uh, as I said, I had my kids very close together. And so then I kind of, I started then looking into being intentional with what we're bringing in a home in terms of products and chemicals and Um, those kinds of things. So it had this, it was this big catalyst that I had no idea what I was doing in that one day of rage decluttering to actually live a more intentional life for, for my family. Yeah. And I listened to some of your podcasts just in regards to your son and um, eczema and how you didn't realize at the time, just kind of the chemicals that were in the laundry detergent and everything. And when you start uncovering all the layers of the onion, so to speak, I always say, you know, you start peeling the onion, you're going to get some tears (laughs) 
because you start realizing like, oh yeah, I didn't know. You don't know what you don't know. And realizing that there's so many different layers to simplifying, to taking what we don't need, whatever that might be, what's no longer serving us, which can be so many things, but then actually saying, okay, what is the life that I want to create? What is the home that I want to create? And then being able to do that very intentionally. And I really love this concept. I know that you work with moms on um, routines and I would like maybe a couple of tips on uh, when it comes to homemaking, simplifying some of the routines or making it easy for us, easier for us as overwhelmed moms, especially to kind of know where to start with that, but also just this concept of holistic homemaking. Um, what does that mean to you as far as what all, I don't even know what all it can encompass, certainly things that are more natural products and making sure we're doing things to support the health of our family. But can you speak to that a little bit and kind of how you're helping moms with holistic homemaking? Yeah. So certainly the holistic part of it goes with, you know, being intentional about the products that we're bringing into our home, because as you said, my son, that was the catalyst for us for that was that my son, when he was little, had horrendous eczema, nothing was helping it. And I realized that it was our laundry detergent. So being aware of that, just as much as you are aware of toys that come into your home, being aware of products that come in, the more homemaking part of it was that I, it's one thing to simplify our home, right? And it's one thing to go through the top 10 steps to declutter our home, but it's another thing to maintain it. It's another thing to keep keep a house running because, and I found that I was, I was really good at decluttering. I was really good at throwing out, like I'm not a really sentimental person when it comes to gifts and cards and things like that. So that was fine, but I found that I, part of maintaining our home, I was losing my joy in. And so I was focusing so much on making sure that my home, our home was a haven for everybody else, but it was actually coming at a cost of me. And it's, and I, again, don't really know what it was that was like sparked my brain, but I, I really realized that I had lost joy in, and I think a part of it was that I didn't feel like being a stay at home mom was good enough. Like I needed to do, and yes, now I have a, a um, business that I do at home, but you know, I, I didn't find that there was joy in vacuuming. I didn't find that there was joy in laundry. I didn't find that there was joy in dishes, in cleaning up kids' toys and changing more nappies and all the things that come with being a mum. So I found that while I was focusing so hard on creating joy for everybody else that I, I wasn't. And I, um, I guess through, through my faith realized that I needed to have more joy in homemaking, that being a mom is actually a calling and it is actually a very high calling and it is an honor and a privilege to have these children and to run a home and to set the atmosphere of the home and to raise these kids. And so that for me is why I'm so passionate about helping mums when it comes to more around maintaining their home now and, and setting up those routines and systems for them so that they they can have joy in, in homemaking and being a mum. 
That resonates with me so much because I definitely have struggled with finding the joy in homemaking, you know, six years in. And I feel like, okay, now I want to be able to maybe start this business. And so I'm starting to be wanting to be pulled in that direction. And yet the things that still need to be done in my home that just keep happening, like the toilets keep getting dirty (laughs) with two boys. Yes. And people keep wanting to be fed for some reason, just constantly. I do really struggle with that. And I have had to have a lot of mindset shifts around it because I know, and again, I was um, listening to some of your podcasts about really how our mood and how we come across and present ourselves in our homes to our families really impacts what goes on in our homes, like the dynamic of things. And unfortunately, I feel like sometimes because I don't always find the joy in homemaking that I come across as being almost like resentful or just like, you know, the other day I said to my husband, I don't want to adult. Like, I don't want to have to do all the stuff that I have to do in this job that I've had for six years. And so I think that is so incredibly important to be able to help moms to shift their focus to this is a calling, you know, the importance of the work that we do that where I've heard the term of like pouring into our home, pouring into our family. And I think that's awesome that you're able to, to help moms with that. And I would say, you know, if the overwhelmed mom is sitting here and she's like, Elise, I just know that there's just chaos going on in my house, like all the time and the kids on my hip and then someone wants a snack and then something's dirty. And then the dog, you know, whatever pooped on the rug. I don't know. (laughs) Where do you kind of like take her by the shoulders and you're kind of like, okay, this is where we're going to start to be able to, you know, figure this out. Like, where would you kind of take that mom and have her start when it would come to maybe developing a micro routine or something to help her? Yeah. So the biggest thing is that to remember that Instagram isn't real and we all have those days that I can, and that's something that I want to make sure I'm so clear about is that I, just because I, you know, have these systems and routines does not mean that every day And I can't promise you that if you put in systems and routines, every day is going to be this blissful, joyful bubble because it's just not because we live in the world and the world is crazy and kids are crazy and things happen. And so what I love is, um, you know, we can, we can look at that mom in that situation and I would go, okay, well, the most important thing in that situation is the dog's poop on the rug. Let's, do with let's break it down because a lot of the time we are so us mums have a running to-do list in our head and it is endless and it is constantly going from one task to another and we are constantly adding around adding things to it just by walking around our home if I went for a lap of my home right now and my house is tiny but if I went looked around I could come up with at least 10 things that I need to do and so what, what we need to do is we need to pull that apart and go, okay, what, what are the things that absolutely have to get done? Because a lot of the time, if you are, 
if you are looking at a to-do list in a day, let's just say a day of 10 things, you're setting yourself up for failure because you don't, you're not going to have time to do 10 things unless your kids aren't home for the day. And even then I would still say that 10 is too many because you need to just like have a little chill time for you. Um, but I would say like, okay, what are the, what are the three things that you need right now um, that you need to do for that day? So, you know, the mum who is, who is drowning in laundry and dishes and kids and keep stepping on Lego and all the things, um, all the boy mums are like, yes, I, I know what stepping on Lego is like. <laughs> I would just, okay, well, let's just look at the laundry because laundry is one thing that every single mum has to do, you know, every day because our kids wear clothes. And if your kids are anything like mine, they're filthy. <laughs> and so washing keeps happening. It just never ends. What's up with that? <laughs> And so one one easy simple thing that you can do and it's kind of like um kind of like habit stacking. I don't know if you've you've heard of habit stacking. Everyone's probably heard of habit stacking. But I like to call it a rhythm because habit stacking for me just sounds rigorous and difficult. But a rhythm I can do. So something like of a of an evening I pop a load of washing in the washing machine. I have a washing machine that has a delayed timer on it, which is a godsend. I, if you don't have one, when you next need to buy a washing machine, get one with a delayed timer. Um, but I, I do that so that it is set and ready to be hung out when I wake up in the morning. And so that has become my, that's just become a rhythm. Part of my going to bed at night, part of my night routine is I, as I'm going in to lock the back door because it's our laundry door, I put a load in, set the delayed timer. Then part of the morning is when the kids are eating their breakfast, I go out and hang it out. And so you could even do, if, you, if you're if you a mum of toddlers like me, is that you, do, um, you don't have a delayed start washing machine. Just part of your morning routine is one of the first things you do in the morning is go and put on a load. Because otherwise, if you go to do it later, it's not going to have time to dry or you're just not going to do it. And then take the kids outside and play and hang it up. Hang it out outside, probably in the dryer, whatever you do. We um, obviously living in Australia, uh, apparently dryers aren't, they're heaps bigger in the US than they are here, which is funny. Um, We just have more sun. Um, so I hang it out and then in the afternoon when the kids are outside playing, I get the washing in. And now this is this is my little sneaky trick. It's not really a sneaky trick, but this is what I do that everyone's like, this is life-changing, is I fold it off the line. I fold it and then I take my basket inside and I walk around. So I fold it by person. So I do my husband first, mine second, and then our three kids in um, order of whose room I go in first. And then I take the basket in and I put the clothes away there and then. Now, my kids are a bit too young to put their clothes away. So that's just the way I do it. So then I don't have piles of laundry on my lounge because that to me is like anxiety. Um, so that, for instance, is is a laundry routine um, to help. Love moms. it. I love it. I love it. And we actually do things kind of similarly 
I kind of have zones on my drying rack for each person. And so that when I fold it, they each get a stack and then I'm able to put it away easily. And I think the reason um, that's so great, not only because laundry is something, like you said, focusing on the thing that actually has to be done. A lot of times I'll go to my husband and I'm bemoaning. I'm like, honey, I have so much to do. He goes, okay, what do you have to do? I'm like, I got to go to this and do this. He goes, well, what do you actually have to do? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, like this one thing. He's like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. That happens a lot. Um, But since we're focusing on the thing that has to be done, which is laundry, then it is, okay, what are some of the tweaks that we can make in the evening or in the morning to help facilitate getting that load through on a given day so that, like you said, we talked before about when I was on your podcast about visual stimulus overload and clutter and everything. And so we're not seeing the laundry everywhere. And we either think, oh my gosh, when am I going to do that? Or worse, we start having these judgment statements. I just can't get my act together. I'm a bad mom. I can't figure out when to do the laundry, what's wrong with me. And then we just kind of spiral there. So I absolutely love that laundry example. And I'm wondering, is there any other kind of parts of holistic homemaking that you would want to talk about before we wrap up? Uh, and I, I would just say, if I can just add to that for a moment, is that it's really about finishing the task. So like laundry to me is from the moment the clothes are off the person through going in the dirty clothes hamper to getting washed, to getting dried to then getting put away. The task ends when they are put away. And a lot of the time us mums feel like we have to multitask, that we're not going to get anything done if we're not multitasking. But I believe, and it's a bit controversial, but I believe that mums can't multitask because we don't actually have time to because we need to get the tasks done. Whereas multitasking, we're doing too many things, we're not finishing which is why then piles of clothes end up on the lounge that everyone then has to go and find some fresh underwear from the lounge because you get out of the show and go, oh, I've got nothing. And so that, but that is, that is so real. And that is why we then get overwhelmed again with our to-do list because we're not finishing, um, finishing the job. We're not finishing the task. So I would, I would, yeah, say to them, say to mums who are overwhelmed to, okay, what do you have to do? Okay, and just do that. One thing, um, when I had my daughter, I had uh, postnatal depression. And one thing that my psychologist said was rock the baby to rock the baby. If your baby needs you to rock her to sleep, then you stand there and you rock her to sleep. You sit down, you rock her to sleep. You don't think about anything else. And that really struck a chord with me. And that's kind of been my motto when I'm doing things around the house is vacuum to vacuum the floor, unpack the dishwasher to unpack the dishwasher. Don't do half jobs because then you are adding to your stress and to your overwhelm. Um, And I totally forget what your actual question was. (laughs) Well, I like your answer much better than my question anyway. No, that is so true because we get distracted so easily anyway. Like you said, I mean, we have kids distracting us. We have our phones distracting us. We have a million different reasons why it's impossible to finish like one thing. 
So I love this idea of just being able to like take that thread of whatever it is, whether it's the laundry or the dishes or cooking or whatever it may be, and just be able to kind of follow that through because then you have that sense of completion, that sense of accomplishment, no matter how small it is that, okay, I was able to do this one load of laundry and see it all the way through you know, to the end. So I absolutely love that. I was just asking if you had any other parts of holistic homemaking that you wanted to share before we wrapped up, even though I know there's probably a ton of parts of it. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like, um, opening Pandora's box. Um, but I would just, I would just say to, um, find, find your joy again. And, you know, when you are in that the homemaking and homemaking isn't the same as housework. And that is like a, that's another conversation in itself, but homemaking doesn't equal housework. Housework is part of homemaking because it's part of maintaining your home. But, you know, it's almost like a mindset shift. And I know it's, you know, it's easy for us on the other side to say, you just need to change your mindset. Like, no, you need to tell me how to actually do the thing. But you know, to be, to start to be grateful that, you know, thank you, thank you, God. And that this is my faith personally, is that when I am having a crappy day of like, I'm sick of being stuck in the mundane, I feel like I'm just cleaning toilets all the time, scrubbing showers, vacuuming the floor again, putting clothes away. You know, when you're putting your clothes away, whether you're thanking God or whoever, like, but for me, I, Thank you, God, that you have blessed me with three beautiful children. You know, I and I listened to your story about um, going through infertility. We struggled. Um, well, we struggled with our son, and then we're told we wouldn't have any more. And then God laughed at that and gave us two daughters. <laughs> but you know, and that simple thing of like changing to a perspective of gratitude, like thank you that you have given me this child. You know, when you're when you're cooking for your family, thank you that. You know, even though I'm not the best cook, that we do have yummy fresh food. And it's things like, you know, when you're when we're being intentional about products, um, items and products that we bring into our home, you know, we're being intentional with our our time. It's it's a really big and that's why it's holistic because it's so much, so much more than just here's how you vacuum your house. Yeah, I love that. Or being able to do the, I get to rather than I have to mm. that kind of shift. And I've done that too. I'm like, I get to clean the toilets. How am I? <laughs> Some shifts are easier than others for sure. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, just like the creating the home, you know, the homemaking is so much more bigger, bigger than just the like, okay, I'm going to try this new cleaning routine or whatever mm. the case may be. So thank you. Yes. I love that so much. Well, I'm going to wrap us up because as we always say, we could talk forever and I really could, Um, but can you let everyone know where they can find you and where they can connect with you to learn more about all these amazing things? Yeah. So everywhere uh, you can find me under Wholesome Mama. So uh, Instagram and Facebook is Wholesome Mama, M-U-M-M-A. Um, the podcast is called the wholesome mama show. And then the website is wholesomemama.com. But yeah, that's, that's where I am. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Elise. I had so much fun talking with you and yeah. Thank you for coming on the show. 
Thank you, Emily, so much for having me. It's been a pleasure to, to chat with you. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact. But 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.